Freedom Today, your weekly resource for industry news and straight up fun. I am your host, Carolyn Orff, and today is January 11th, 2023. I was just checking an email real quick because we're waiting on one of our guests to, to arrive, and I thought that our show opener was still going. That's very funny. Um, anyways, how is everyone this week? I hope you're doing great here in Colorado. We are having yet another snow day, so school was canceled, and we're by... I don't always love the snow because it impacts driving and activities and all that fun stuff. One of the things that absolutely brings me joy is watching my 90-pound yellow lab run through the snow. He just loves it. So you might hear him running in and out of the dog door above my head for the next uh, 25 minutes or so. So, But I'm so glad you guys are here today. Um, I hope that you enjoyed Martin Luther King and spent some time reflecting on service and being a help to those around you. And what I was surprised to find out is that Denver actually hosts one of the largest celebrations. It almost rivals Washington, D.C. And actually, there were a couple reports that said it's larger than Washington, D.C. So that's really exciting and um, pretty cool, I think. So, well, today we're learning about another celebration. We're learning about the Lunar New Year, and we're going to start the celebration by speaking to one of our uh, favorite guests from KHM. Please welcome Annie Yu from the marketing team. Hi, Annie. Hey, Carolyn. Thanks for having oh, me back. <laughs> how are you today? Wonderful. How are you? Good, good. I want to I want to give just a minute to our our uh, friends listening to us live um, to say hello and see who's there today. Um, and I'm actually wondering. My computer looks like it's thinking and charging. It's all sorts of things are going on today. It's the snow. That's what I'm going to call it. Um, but. Let's start talking a little bit about Lunar New Year. This is a term that I wasn't super familiar with because I've always thought of it as the Chinese New Year. But share with us how and why that changed. Um, yeah, that's interesting because even for myself, who's of Chinese heritage, growing up, obviously, we've always referred to it as Chinese New Year. But like you said, in the past, I would say like 10 years or so, uh, you hear Lunar New Year more often now. And uh, it's changed because... Uh, to Lunar New Year because it's based on the uh, lunar calendar and the moon phases. So to be more inclusive of all the Southeast Asian uh, countries, not just China, but also, you know, South Korea, Japan, Vietnam, Thailand, all those countries in heritage that also celebrate uh, the Lunar New Year based on that calendar. So, uh, yeah, just in the past few years, uh, you'll hear more um, Lunar New Year than Chinese New Year to be more inclusive. And uh, interestingly enough, here in Cleveland alone, uh, our Chinatown is not really called Chinatown anymore. It officially has been renamed Asia Town to more properly reflect all the convergence of all these different various Asian heritages. And I think that's really cool. Uh, I could see that happening in the coming years with a couple other Chinatowns in the U.S., even maybe around the world. Um, so that's kind of why you hear Lunar New Year year. And it's tough to say Lunar New it Year. It is a little hard to say. <laughs> More so than Chinese New Year these days. With the Lunar New Year, do you still have the year of? Like this year, I think, is the year of the rabbit. Mm -hmm. Does that still play a part in it? Or is that kind of like not really a thing anymore? It's not really a thing, but it's still fun because, you know, it's it's a zodiac. Like, ooh, which animal are you? So um, it is based on a 12-year cycle. And yes, this year, 2023, is the year of the rabbit. Um, and each animal of the Chinese zodiac do have their own qualities, um, and I believe with the rabbit is associated with, 
you know, inner peace and harmony and growing your relationships with your, uh, your family, your friends. Um, so agents, for those of you who are watching, if you're born in the year of the rabbit, that means 12, 20, oh gosh, 12, 24, 36, 48 years ago, you are a rabbit. Um, so this year, better than ever, it's a great time to build those clients relationships. <laughs> cool. Is there any animal that is not such a great year to be born on? Uh, not I feel like every year is like, yay, the year of even the rat, like the year of the rat. And you're like, oh, I don't want to be the year of the rat. But it's almost every year is a good year. It, every year is a good year. Um, there's no, you know, if you're born under a certain sign, you're like cursed or something. Um, but if you ask my grandma, who's 97 years old and extremely, you know, superstitious, they'll, you know, she'll tell you, well, if it's. 12 years on a sunrise and you're facing east when you wake up out of bed like you better be careful <laughs> it's, it's the most ridiculous thing but um she's got stories for sure but there's not necessarily any bad years um if anything it's only good years so that's always good in my book <laughs> so tell me how how do you how do we celebrate the lunar new, new year uh see it's hard to say right it is it is hard to say yeah it is hard to say how do we celebrate it um, well, first and foremost, Lunar New Year is about family reunion. Um, so, if, you know, you see a lot of people traveling during that time. And interestingly enough, in China, when people travel home, that great migration is actually the largest single human migration event. I mean, we're talking about millions of people traveling all at once within a span of a few days by rail, car and um, air. And I can't imagine what a headache that must be. Maybe if they have a travel agent, not so much, but. Yeah, you know, Annie, that there was a similar question to this on Jeopardy the other night. And the answer was, and I actually said, it's really? migration. <laughs> and and I was like, oh my gosh, Annie said this. Yeah, so, I don't yeah. just pull facts out of midair, I know. Yeah, yeah, you're <laughs> actually right. So well done. You could have gotten that question right on Jeopardy. Yeah, yeah, maybe. I'm not fast enough though. <laughs> uh, but of course, you know, it's about family reunion. And the first thing that we do to celebrate um, depending on what culture you're celebrating, you know, in the Chinese culture, New Year's technically could go for 16 days, which is as, as exhausting as it sounds. Um, and then in, I know some places like uh, like South Korea, it may only go for three days. So it really depends. But the one thing that I think we all kind of share in common is that every night starts with a big family meal. Um, it's about the food. <laughs> it's all about the food. Um and there are certain dishes that are served, uh, not because just because they're delicious, um, but there's a lot of symbolism that goes into these dishes. Um, for as long as I can remember, uh, we always ate dumplings because mm -hmm. they represent, um, not represent, but resemble back in ancient times, like gold pieces that were shaped like crowns. Um, so now we think of gold pieces, they look like dumplings and vice versa. So we eat that for, you know, prosperity and good wealth and health upcoming in the year. Uh, long noodles. Uh, which I never complain about. I don't need Lunar New Year to eat noodles. I'll eat it year round, but I don't ever need an excuse. Uh, but they say, you know, the longer the noodles, the longer you'll live, the longer uh -huh. you'll have prosperity. Um, steamed whole fish uh, to represent togetherness. And then uh, one of my favorites. So this is a moon cake. Um, traditionally, this is actually even more around mid-autumn festival. Uh, but my family always used any occasion to eat one of these. Um, they're very sweet and savory dessert. It's very similar to like a baklava, but it's really rich. And it's only like six, 700 calories a bite. So that's something that you always buy or do people like families make them? Like, is that a thing to make? 
Uh, yes and no. You can buy these. And, and it's interesting because if you go to an Asian grocery store, you'll find ones that are sold in single packages like this, um, all the way up to these really ornate cases with like a gold lock on them that you open that like, and like the lining is like red velvet and like, it really depends. Wow. I did not spring for the red velvet case, but, <laughs> um, some families you can make it together, but, um, most of the time these are store bought, but they're just as delicious. Okay. I just can't eat too many of these cause I will get sick. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. Now, yeah. Annie, is this a good time of, of year to travel to, to Asian countries to say, I want to be there for Lunar New Year? Or is it one of those things where you're like, oh, no, <laughs> stay home, go a couple weeks later? Um, is it just kind of, would it be mass chaos for someone to want to be in that part of the world during this time period? Or is it one of those things where you're like, yeah, you got to <laughs> go because it's like celebrating New Year's in Times Square? Right. Um, that's a great question. And then this is also a great selling point because it is such a widely celebrated, uh, you know, tradition that even if you're near Chinatown in the U S, um, you don't have to go to the other side of the world to celebrate, um, this time of year. Like I said, if you're near Chinatown, you'll never be bored. You're certainly never going to be hungry. Um, but if you do have clients that have the time or the budget or the capability to travel to the other side of the world, uh, it's a great selling point to let them know like, Hey, this isn't like the Gregorian calendar where New Year's is just one day, you have a window of as long as 16 days to travel mm -hmm. and experience the authentic, you know, lantern festival that most of these traditions end in. And people often think of that imagery of Chinese New or excuse me, Lunar New Year, where, you know, you have the red envelopes and the mm -hmm. lion and dragon dances and the firecrackers, um, which is another thing. If you have a client with sensory issues, make sure they know about that because it is loud. It is not a quiet celebration. It is loud. <laughs> Would um, Does it vary depending on which Asian country you're in or do the celebrations pretty much mimic the same thing? Or is it, or is it cultural? Do things kind of change and, and you're doing different things or celebrating different ways? Yeah, I mean, it does vary from country to country, uh, but there does seem to be an overlapping theme, which is, again, family reunion kind of, you know, paying respect to our ancestors that came before us. Um, a big thing that I think a lot of Asian households do in preparation for New Year's is they do like a deep clean, kind of what we think of a spring cleaning. <laughs> and it's symbol, it's symbolic of kind of clearing out all the bad things yeah. that may have happened to you the previous year um, and making way for, or making room for good luck to come into your life. Um, so it's very symbolic of that. Right. Um, and a lot of it, you know, locally, I know there are certain dishes that are special to other different cultures, depending on where you're at. Um, but yeah, you can always count on a, a big meal being served at some point. And then Lunar New Year will start officially on the 22nd. Is that correct? Yep. It starts on the 22nd and I believe concludes on the 5th, Okay, uh, depending on which cultural tradition. I'm, I'm speaking strictly for Chinese New Year. Uh, but like I said, generally it's, uh, it starts, yeah, on the 22nd and we'll end around the 5th with the big uh, lantern festival. So we think of, you know, those big strings of beautiful red lanterns. That's yeah. when you see the big parades, um, the acrobatic dancers. Now imagine that for like two weeks straight. <laughs> it's a big I, deal. <laughs> I would, yeah, that could be a big deal. Now you did mention when we spoke previously that, um, that there is a bit there there is some exchange of gifts that go on is that correct or is that just like oh that's just what your family does 
Um, so it's not so much gifts. It's you gift the younger generation um, little red envelopes of cash. Um, and it's more so, well, they say it's not about the cash. It's about, you know, uh, supporting the younger generation. But mm -hmm. when I was part of the younger generation, it was all about the cash. <laughs> <laughs> but now that I'm part of the older generation, I'm like, no, it's about respect. <laughs> right. Ah, okay. How so? How is that? Is it, is it just making sure that they, they've, you know, got a nest egg? Mm -hmm. Is everyone putting this into a savings account or are they going and buying bubble gum? <laughs> Whatever you want to do with it. If you ask my nine-year-old niece, she'll buy a bunch of salami. She doesn't care. But um, <laughs> no, it's, it's it doesn't about, seem to fit with the Lunar New Year theme. Oh man, she'll eat everything though. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's kind of about taking care of the people after you. Because remember, okay. a part of Lunar New Year is paying respects to your ancestors. So there's this definitely a sense of paying it forward, but also respecting those who came before you. And the gifting of money in the red envelopes. Red is a very auspicious mm -hmm. color. Um, it symbolizes like good luck and prosperity once again. Um, that's kind of what it's more about. But when you're nine years old and you've got a million aunts and uncles throwing money at you, you know, <laughs> okay with that. Yeah, yeah. you're certainly you're not complaining. Yeah. yeah, certainly not complaining. <laughs> well, I absolutely love it, Annie. And thank you so much. I feel like this is an important topic to talk about. It's a big celebration that will go on across the world, really. And I think it's an opportunity to learn more and see if this is something that our clients are interested in celebrating. So um, sure. I know on Facebook, when I posted that we were talking about this this week, someone had said that they celebrated it in Thailand uh, yeah. one year, which, wow. I can only imagine. But but like I said, that's the great thing. You know, if you don't want to travel to the other side of the world, if you're just here in the U.S., you can still experience that. Just make sure, you know, if you have clients who are, let's say, in New York City, which has the biggest Chinatown in the U.S., they want to, they're saying, I would like to visit Chinatown. Well, make sure they're talking about the one in Manhattan and not the one in Flushing, which is in Queens, or Sunset Park, which is in Brooklyn. Like, make sure some cities, bigger cities do have more than one Chinatown. So make sure you clarify that with your client. <laughs> Very good. And maybe the smaller ones would be better, a better fit for some of them. That's fantastic. It's yeah. interesting that you say flushing. Most people don't know flushing. Well, I used to live there. So <laughs> that's where my family's from in Queens. No kidding. So, yeah. yeah. We learn something new every day. Yeah. yeah. Well, thank you, Annie, so much for being here today. It's thank really appreciated. All right. And happy Lunar New Year. <laughs> thank you. You too. Enjoy the celebration starting next week. You guys, we were kind of waiting for another guest to, to join us. I'm not sure if it's weather or if it's time changes or how we got our wires crossed. But Gary Murphy was, was going to join us today to talk about the Mekong River, um, which was a perfect um, uh, uh, segue from our discussion on the Lunar New Year with Annie. But it looks like we're going to have to postpone that discussion. So we will just say that this is a fantastic 20-minute Lunar New Year celebration, and um, we will make sure that, um, you know, if, if Gary can can record something for us, that we do get it posted. So for those of you that have joined us live today, thank you for taking the time out of your schedule. Um, I do want to let you all know that next week we will be celebrating our 100th episode at the home office in Brunswick, Ohio. We're very excited about this. And um, so we have some, some special things that we're going to be doing and it's going to be a big celebration. And we're so excited. We can't even believe that we made it 
this far um, after two years. You guys know we did our two-year celebration just a couple of weeks ago. So um, you guys, I wish you all the best. Happy selling this week. It is wave season. Get out there, get those bookings. It is just a really great time to be in this industry. So um, thank you so much for your time and attention today. And we'll see you here next week. You guys have a great one.